section 105. Then down the narrow path where their lives had met, he led and showed her to her future world. Love's refuge and corner of happy salt. Love's refuge and corner of happy solitude. At the path's end, through a green cleft in the trees, she saw a clustering line of hermit routes and looked now first on her heart's future home, a thatch that covered the life of Satyavan. Adorned with creepers and red climbing flowers, it seemed a sylvan beauty in her dreams. Slumbering with brown body and tumbled hair, in her chamber and violet of emerald peace. Around it stretched the forest's anchorite mood, lost in the depths of its own solitude. Then moved by the deep joy she could not speak, a little depth of it quivering in her words, her happy voice cried out to Satyavan, My heart will stay here on this forest verge, and close to the thatched root and close to the thatched roof while I'm far. Now of more wandering it has no need. But I must haste back to my father's house, which soon will lose one loved accustomed tread. And listen in vain for a once and listen in vain for a once cherished voice. For soon I shall return not for for uh, for soon I shall return nor ever again. Oneness must sever its recovered bliss, or fate sunder our lives while life is ours. Once more she mounted on the carven car, and under the ardor of a fiery noon, less bright than the splendor of her thoughts and dreams, she sped swift-reined, swift-hearted, but still saw its still lucidities of sight's inner world through the cool-scented woods' luxurious gloom on shadowy paths between great rugged trunks, paced towards a tranquil clearing, paced towards a tranquil clearing, Satyavan. A nave of trees enshrined the hermit thatch, a new deep covert of her felicity, preferred to, preferred to heaven her soul's temple and home. This now remained with her, her heart's constant scene. End of Canto 3